everybody. Hi, beans. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to make that high. Hi, the buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it begins. It begins. Welcome to my friends' friends. Welcome. We're glad that you're here, Andre. Thanks. Glad to be here. We're doing a friendship tricycle Perugia edition numero dos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't know yeah. why I went to Spanish there. That's cool. I think more people might know that. Possibly. Yeah. Well, anyways, so we're <laughs> here with Andre in Perugia all together. Yes, Paris came down from Würzburg, so now we get to do another episode. We've been having a very um, low-key time since um, coronavirus exists and... Uh, the numbers are pretty high at the time of recording. Yes. So we have pretty much just hunkered down and had a really lovely time of eating and watching mm-hmm. movies and baking, baking, baking mm-hmm. taking walks. By baking, we mean experimenting with gluten-free flour. Yeah. Which experiment failed. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it wasn't the all good, but wasn't... it wasn't all bad. No. no. Yeah. The, the pizza was good. The oh, pizza my gosh. Was the pizza success. was so I think good. that was the biggest success. Gluten-free. 100%. Gluten-free yeah. Yeah. 100%. Cinnamon rolls, not so good. No. Pear. No. But no. we tried it. We did. We tried it, it. You know? Yeah. Now, now we know. Now we know. Yeah. Um, Paris and I got haircuts <gasps> yes. together, which is so cute. <laughs> I mean, I think the people, person, the people, the person I normally would get haircuts with is my sister. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Alexis and I have not gotten haircuts together. In a while. Time. A long time. Mm-hmm. Years. Yeah, y- yes, probably 10 years. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. Hmm. It's been great. We went to a little um, tiny town called Tori, mm-hmm. and we stayed outside of that town. Mm-hmm. In an Airbnb, in an agroturismo, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And we just we we have been out to eat to one restaurant the entire time Paris has been here. It's been super chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great little spot. There was this really cool window uh, from our sitting room that looked oh. over the hills. And when the sunset, oh man, baby. it was a sun trap, and it was my favorite thing. Sitting on the ver- uh, veranda, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting outside, <laughs> sitting outside. Oh, yes, we also took our cat Penelope, <gasps> mm-hmm. and she is the best indoor cat and the best outdoor cat. I am so, so blown away. That by... was fun. I, I just actually. That's a, I was wondering, can you tell me the story about how you got her? Oh, can yes. we tell you the story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here here it goes. So we were living in Colorado. We'd been married for a year. And I was kind of figuring out the transition of leaving university and trying to, you know, find a job in music nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And so I had started teaching right after college, but I needed 
something else to do because that was just in the afternoon. So I was still actually working at a bakery. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Little Bird Bake Shop in Fort Collins, Colorado. Go there and or 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 just go there and take your food and go home and be safe. Yes. Go go get takeout. Go get takeout. (laughs) And I then started working at the Candlelight Dinner Playhouse, Mm -hmm. which was fabulous. We got to do, what shows did we do? We did uh, South Pacific, Into the Woods, which was an incredible experience. I got to play the the piano part, which is is super special. Both of our favorite Broadway musicals. It, yeah, it it's just a great show. Mm-hmm. And uh, The Wizard of Oz, which was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I also found a job um, accompanying at Rocky Mountain High School. Shout out to the Lobos. And... Lobos! <laughs> They're so cute. They were really into their mascot, which yeah. is the Lobos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a wolf. Which is a wolf. Mm-hmm. And they're the wolves. And so all of that work and trying to figure that out, I wasn't really home a lot. Until I kind of settled on the accompanying job and also teaching. So in that transitional period, and we also love cats, so we wanted a cat. We thought it would be a good idea to have a little bit of companionship because if I was home, then maybe Simone was at work uh, Mm. doing like a nine to five job. And when she was home, I was either out like doing a concert or doing a show or accompanying somebody for something. We had an opposite schedule, we had basically. A, yeah, basically. three months? Six months. It was six months. Yeah. yeah. Within your first year of marriage? It Within, uh, or with, uh, just at the, just at yeah, the first year? Yeah, around like the first year, second year mark, kind of in that period. Mm-hmm. A little before, a, a little after. I'm going to put a pin in that and come yeah. back to it. Okay. <laughs> She's going to put a pin in it, y'all. So also, I think I put a pin in Boo Boo because I forgot to keep talking about her. Um, <laughs> she uh, was at the pound the second time we went. So the first time we thought, oh, we'll just go visit the cats and we'll pet we, them and we did the thing, do that thing. That thing that people do where you just say you're going to like give them attention and look and pet the cats because you can't have one Mm -hmm. and then we did that one time and we were successful the second time we were actually about to leave and on the way out to the door they have some cats in in the little uh i don't want to call them cages but the you know i don't know what else to call them cages habitats yeah (laughs) and there was one cat that kind of looked like my cat growing up and I got some good vibes, even though she was just in there meatloafing with her eyes closed. <laughs> and she had a little red bandana on because she's very mouthy, so she likes to chew things when she wants something. So that was there just to warn like you. she'll play by biting or, mm-hmm. you know. She'll... Not ever aggressively. No, mm-hmm. no. she's. It's never like that, but, mm-hmm. you know. They... Unless you're an iPhone cord, then. <laughs> Yeah. Very aggressive. Very yeah. very aggressive. Or headphones. Or headphones. Yeah, just yeah. like just no. When Simone put her coat on when we went, the cuz now it's a little bit colder, when her mm-hmm. coat she pulls out of her pocket a, a dead headphone. Dead headphone. <laughs> just yeah. like the end It's like of when it. they the bite off the tail run. of a yeah. lizard. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, bite it's off like the that. tail of the headphones. Mm-hmm. And we took her back to one of the rooms where you can spend time with the animals one-on-one. And this cat Kind of walks around the room, then uh, we pick her up to pet her, and she falls asleep in Simone's arms. Oh my gosh. 
like floppy falls asleep you know how like cats get like liquid half an hour yeah and just stayed there and And both of our hearts melted along with her floppiness it was so cute and we were like we need to call mark our landlord and (laughs) sell our souls to him because we're keeping we're keeping this cat cat it's the last thing we do does not let me have it and he was actually like a good landlord. Yeah, he and was an excellent landlord. I didn't landlord. want to like we weren't gonna like get her if we couldn't mm. do it above board, and also we weren't gonna get her if um let's see if we were gonna have to quarantine her when moving to Italy. So I did research on do you have to quarantine a cat when you move to Italy mm. if you take it with you? No, you don't. Um, so. We knew that was a go. Then we sold our souls to Mark by re-signing our lease mm-hmm. we re-signed for another it for a year. year, adding on a pet fee, mm-hmm. and adding and on a non-refundable a deposit. deposit. Yeah, which was um, on, yeah non-refundable. Yeah, and slightly increasing the rent by like fifty dollars. Yeah, or something. So we knew we already loved our townhouse where where we were living, and mm-hmm. we wanted to re-sign mm-hmm. it anyways. So we were like. Sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. Win win. Yeah. Um, and then we brought her home, and she's been our baby. Yep. Well, she is a wonderful, wonderful cat. <laughs> she's so wonderful. I was washing her bowls uh, when we had got them and brought them home, and my mom called, and so I answered the phone, and we were talking, and then she's like, "Oh, what are you up to?" And I was like, mm, "Just washing some." cat bowls and she's like oh so you just went ahead and got the cat and i was like yes but we talked to the landlord it's fine but we we need this cat so we got her yeah and then and i just remember taking her home in this cardboard box because Uh they like have those little foldy things because we didn't have a thing Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and so i was taking her home and i was on the phone with my best friend going i have a cat in my car this is crazy. <laughs> Somebody gave her up, and we don't know what the situation was, obviously, but, uh, you know, there's things that can happen in life, but we're still in shock that someone would give up this cat because she's really great. She is really great. She's really Other great. Other than the Begging waking in you the up in the morning with her she's cries yeah. of, my parents yes. don't feed me she's ever. She's very vocal, very talkative. <laughs> But other than that, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. she's got a couple of quirks. Yeah. Like she does. <laughs> animals, um, but she's a very uh, dog cat. We yeah, like she comes way. when you call her. She does. It's insane. Yeah. She likes to snuggle, and she sleeps in our bed between us. <laughs> mm-hmm. With her head on the pillow. With her head like on the pillow. Person. Like a real... <laughs> cat human. Well, I mean, she likes to sleep on my bed when I'm yeah. when I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Anyways, that's a little bit about Penny. That's the story. Yeah. yeah. I just I mean, she's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Most of a lot of what Simone and I talk about every day is what Penny is doing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a core pillar of our friendship. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a great pillar. <laughs> no, it is, and I think that that's also something when you think about you don't have to have everything in common with your friends, mm-hmm. right? But there are some core pillars that it's like, I know that I'm just sending Paris these um, su- successive streams of photos of Penny. Yeah. 
but she appreciates yeah. them. Exactly. Ferris does get a lot of cat pictures from her friends. This is in true. General. Amanda sends me cat yeah. pictures. Mm-hmm. Kurt sends me cat pictures. Oh. My sister sends me cat pictures. All the cat pictures. So good. I mean, and you remember how I feel about <laughs> Yeah, she got sent, or she saw a dog picture earlier today. I don't even know if it was sent. It was sent. Mm-hmm. Instant disgust. She said, ew. <laughs> ew, dog. Note to Paris's yeah. friends. She loves you. She hates your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, did you want to return to your pin? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've been thinking on yeah. is the piece of the um, relationship, a romantic relationship that is the friendship piece of it, right? Mm-hmm. And if we kind of tie this in a little bit with the big friendship stuff and the amount of time that you spend with somebody and, and how you face each other and how you talk about things, etc. Mm. So the fact that you had such opposing schedules, I mean, mm. in, in the past, I also had a very much an opposing schedule with an ex-boyfriend of mine. Yeah. And there were other issues, like this was not going to be a thing that continued anyway, but mm-hmm. that I think was definitely it's the... Hard. the it helped to bring about the end in a sure. probably in a faster way that it should have been ended. <laughs> so I'm not, it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, um, you know. But I mean, how did you work on the friendship then, if you were constantly on opposing schedules, or did it, or was it actually really rough? I'm trying to remember what that was even like. Uh, lots of fighting. <laughs> um, not in a, not in a bad way, just in a in a way that we needed to figure out our stuff because we both we're both people, so we both have needs. But then you also have to consider the other person's as well. Mm-hmm. So finding that balance as well is difficult. And it you know it wasn't like um, we were both. I don't know, like going on cruises i mean we were both trying to work and like have a have a job so you know it's it's important to both of us Mm -hmm. to work and to do what we like to do and then just having to figure out how do we make that work in the context of we also have to see each other Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think for me it took a lot of setting aside my own idea well okay i'm an only child and I'm also, I also have a very strong personality. No. And when I am <laughs> sure of something, mm. I'm very sure of it. So it takes a lot of convincing, maybe even when it shouldn't, mm. to get me to think otherwise. Mm-hmm. And Simone is also a strong personality. Mm-hmm. So she thankfully kept repeating the same thing. And then eventually I would listen. So mm. I think if not that I because I mean you know like not to say that if I could go back I would change it because I think experiences make you are make you who you are Mm -hmm. but if we are ever going forward and have any similar conflict which I mean we're people and that's gonna happen and we're always gonna be not always but there's gonna be periods of transition like we're trying to move out of Italy so I can do a doctorate in music Uh, So there will probably be things that we need to figure out then, too. So I think that's just a matter of making sure you are saying what your needs are and also trying to um, understand what the other person's are and meet Mm -hmm. those and find some sort of middle ground. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't cost you that much to 
sacrifice anything and I didn't even really have to sacrifice anything per se it was just a matter of figuring out what works for the both of us Mm -hmm. which almost sounds like that experience taught you that you are kind of this oh I think I'm right I'm right and then now you're more perhaps perhaps it's faster to go okay maybe I should Mm reevaluate what I think about right and maybe it's still happens or of course Mm -hmm. it still happens Mm -hmm. but instead of it taking 10 minutes it now takes one or something like that more like instead of it taking 10 years it (laughs) takes a few hours oh so an even an even lesser ratio yeah but still a real long time no yeah Yeah. so hmm. again it was just i was Mm -hmm. because i it's a when you think about time spent Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. with people and I mean, no matter how, no matter how strong your relationship is, mm-hmm. when you are apart from somebody, especially if you're living in the same house, mm-hmm. um, that can yeah. be really difficult. And I, so like, again, I'm just kind of thinking about it for, for my future, for anybody's future, mm-hmm. right? Of this, like, if this happens in my head, it's kind of going back to that foundation of friendship, mm-hmm. right? And then of course there's the romantic side of it that is, is equally as important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you can kind of get back to some of the the groundwork of what brought you together as friends in the first place to think, okay, I know if I only see them for two hours a day, how do I want to spend those two hours? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. It's just a... Yeah, that's really good. It's a rando. Mm-hmm. No, it's a good one. What do you think, Boo? Well, I kind of had a memory about um, Andre had such a strange schedule at that point where... He would be teaching, um, and then he would have a lot of time, and then he might, like, work later in the evening or something like that, and I remember that we did a workout class, like, once or twice a week at the, so I worked at the university, and then as a part of that, you could, like, go to the university gym for a discount. And so we both had passes, so we both went to this mm-hmm. um, battle ropes class, yeah. which you would love, mm-hmm. Paris. It's so intense. It's so intense. Uh, but we had, a, like, a great instructor, and um, I was I did a few classes a week at that point. I did a Pio class, mm-hmm. um, and so that was really good, I think. Mm-hmm. We had scheduled time mm-hmm. together, yeah. Yeah. which I think is sounds kind of crazy because i'm i tend to be a little more of a spontaneous person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but at the same time it just means that you have that opportunity already in your week to spend time with each other well again if you think about any project like let's take the podcast for example right Mm -hmm. part of the yeah we talked about let's let's make a podcast Mm -hmm. it's not going to become a reality unless you sit down and you make it happen yeah so we made appointments that Mm -hmm. we were for podcast time i love it because it's important Yeah. yeah so i think that that uh, it logically makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you, honestly, if you take it out of the context of a relationship and you apply it to any project that you work yeah. on, in it, right? I'm mm-hmm. not going to get anything done if I can't set meeting times that people can no. right. come together to talk about the project. Right. So, we I finished this book recently, Everything is Figure Outable mm-hmm. by Marie Forleo, and it was really great. And she talks a ton about that in the book and mm-hmm. it, she actually has you go through every chapter and like write down you know action steps or things to work on or um 
doing some inner reflection pieces and one of the projects I realized I really want to finish this scrapbook that I've had for Mm. like years and I have the supplies but I need to like print out the pictures and I need to go through and go through all of my pictures from the past multiple years and Mm -hmm. select them and send them to be printed so I realize that the only way I'm actually going to work on that project is if I put it in my calendar, even though it's like a fun hobby thing. Like, I'm not going to do it unless yeah. it's in the calendar. I just finished deep work. Yes! And that's what he says, mm-hmm. right? Cal Newport says you need, you should plan out your day by the minute, essentially. Plan yeah. out your free time because actually you end up doing less in your free time because it's not structured yep. and you get distracted by these shallow things. Shallow things. And therefore, if you actually plan it, and, okay, from this time I'm going to do scrapbooking, you're yeah. going to end up being more fulfilled with it. I loved that point of that book. Mm. I had never, I just hadn't thought about it that way of like, you will be more tired in a good way, more fulfilled and just happier <laughs> at mm. the end of the day if you have put your time into doing these things that you enjoy, that you um, want to accomplish even mm-hmm. as, you know, a person who loves accomplishing things and checking things off of a list. Like, if I don't actually, you know, make that a point, then it, it definitely won't happen. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was such a great question. Mm -hmm. For our next chat, I'm wondering, Paris, can you tell me and Andre, and we've talked about it before, but also our listeners, about your love of Studio Ghibli, how you got into it, what you love about it, and then I also want to just share my love of them with Mm -hmm. you because they're great. They're really good. And so you say that, and internally I'm like, I'm really a terrible fan of them no! though, because I've only really seen yeah. a handful of the movies. I know. And there's so many, there are so many and they're wonderfully complex, but incredibly simple. <laughs> I, I feel the exact same way. And that's why I like them. Mm-hmm. So there were the four of us that mm-hmm. grew up together. My sister, Frazier, who's been on the pod mm-hmm. and then um, Amelia. Yeah. And so the four of us have known each other since we were five years old, basically. Yeah. And Amelia loved my neighbor Totoro. Okay. Mm. And so that I have, I just have this memory of Amelia loving this movie. Yeah. And so we watched it constantly as kids. I have a memory of a friend who loved Kiki's delivery service. Okay. So, so yeah. So uh, we just knew Totoro. Yeah. And we watched it. And so I grew up just knowing these funny little characters, the dust yeah. bunnies. So actually, <laughs> that's what one of my earrings is. Yeah, I know. So, cause, um, Side sidebar comment. So Jamie, she had some earrings, and I was I looked at it. And I she at the dust bunny, and then there were the other one. I think it was the um, the cat bus. Yeah. And I was so it wasn't Totoro, and I was like Jamie, are you wearing Totoro earrings? And she kind of was surprised, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you know this yeah. obscure, like mm-hmm. I mean, relatively obscure well, reference? Back in the, I think yeah. It was made in the eighties at yeah. this point. Anyway, and and so she was so lovely the next so time exciting. she went back home to malaysia i think she went to japan she bought me some earrings <gasps> so that's why i have it oh i love that i know so she's sweet. amazing I know. <laughs> um so yeah so that was that was kind of it initially mm-hmm. um and then one of my other good friends from middle school and high school she loved anime and mm. because 
we spent a ton of time together. Yeah. I too liked anime. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of got me into it and we watched a whole bunch of different stories. And then one of the ones that she loved was Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty sure we actually went and saw Spirited Away. Yeah. Really? In theaters maybe? Yeah. Spirited Away won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature Film in 2001, mm-hmm. which was never had never been done by a non-English speaking film and mm-hmm. has still not been done until this day, or they're yeah. the only one. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's when Studio Ghibli started to get a little bit more popular and On people kind map. of knew it, and, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. And so I just, I absolutely loved that because mm-hmm. I also love you know, a little bit of magic. A little spooky. A little spooky. Spirited Away's got a little spooky it's factor It's pretty too. spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. I didn't realize that until now. Well, we, wa- no, you're we right. watched it on the, um, during lockdown. Yes. And you guys. we watched it on the terrace, in our terrace bed. Oh, yes. We moved our bed onto uh, the chair. Terrace bed. <laughs> so. So that one I really liked. Yeah. And then I just. I've always, since then, any of the releases, I've tried to see As them. As they've come out. Yeah. Okay. So, again, I'm I'm not, I know I haven't seen all of them. And mm-hmm. when I when we started talking about it, you, like, went and watched a ton of them. And I was like, <laughs> I have never even seen these. I need to go back and they watch them. They were perfect for lockdown. Mm. Yeah, they were. Because of what you said, that simplicity and complexity at the same time, mm-hmm. they felt, honestly, nourishing. They were beautiful, beautifully like works of art mm-hmm. i've never been into yes. anime and then you know besides like avatar which is more just the anime style not even avatar the last airbender yeah um you know i i watched that as a kid and mm-hmm. then as a adult but um this was my first exposure to anime mm-hmm. at all and um it was just lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's another thing that Studio Ghibli does is mm. they kind of address these very heavy topics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, in kind of a lighter, more relatable way that all of a sudden you're like, oh, I've actually just watched a movie about two children whose mother is very, very ill, mm-hmm. but she lives in a hospice and mm-hmm. they're moving and they're trying to figure out their new surroundings, yeah. right? And how they cope with that mm-hmm. and then what happens, right? Yeah. My neighbor Totoro. But mm-hmm. there, but and then at the same time within that, there's magic in these stories. Like in Totoro, there's magic, and the adults can't see the magic happening. Mm-hmm. Just the kids can see it, but the adults at no point act like it's not real, mm-hmm. or that the kids are silly, or that they're in any danger. Really, I no. mean, yeah. it's beautiful, and mm-hmm. I. I was really impact impacted by it. Yeah. That was that was really exciting and then it was fun just as I was watching them and as like we were getting to talk about them mm-hmm. a little bit and like we kind of watched Princess Mononoke, is that how you say that one? Yeah, um so. at the same time. I don't think you actually finished that one no, though. No, it was the Nausicaa. 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 Okay, Prince is it Princess Nausicaa? I don't know. No, what it's it just is. Nausicaa. Let's see. Well, because I was also in the process of, I was, at that time I was watching a lot of films and TV shows in German, and so I decided to try and watch that one, that one in German, mm. or some mix-up of Japanese with German subtitles, yeah. and I kept switching <laughs> back, and I just didn't know what I wanted to do. 
So yeah, I didn't. I think I'm halfway through it, and I and I haven't finished it. Mm. You're right. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Yes. Yeah. And I love that his uh, movies also have a ton of environmental and anti-war mm-hmm. um, messaging. Mm-hmm. It's really not something that, as you were saying, these deeper issues that not a lot of um, animated films address mm-hmm. you know yeah so, babe have you watched any studio ghibli films yes i've seen a few i think my favorite is kiki's delivery service mm. because of the world that they created and because of uh h- how much her journey and the journey of the artist as well that she meets so much reflects mm. the journey of any artist <laughs> uh, it was very relatable and got mm-hmm. me thinking about when the that artist I can't even remember she met her in she was delivering out of the town or something and there's an artist who says you know it got to a certain point this is par- this is a paraphrase <laughs> where it got to the point where her art was really hard it just became super difficult which is true mm. in any sort of art. You you love it, you do it, and then you get to a point that you feel like you can't get past. And it's this huge, for whatever reason, this huge block. And then you just keep working at it, working at it, working at it. And one day you kind of do start to see improvement, but it's still so much work. Um, it's like language learning. Yes. And that, that really... Mm meant a lot to me as well as her being able to talk with her cat spoiler alert and at the (laughs) end of the movie she can no longer speak with her cat um she can only she has to let go a bit of the the kind of excitement and magic of of childhood and accept a more realistic version of what life is and Mm. i think that's true for a lot of us, not even just if you're an, an artist or not, but uh, just your journey through life, you know, I don't know. It feels so mm, magical in a way, I think, when you're a child. Not everybody, because some people have uh, harder childhoods than others. But then to get to the point where you are able to set that aside and start to see the world for, for what it really is, even though it's sad, it's... Mm. um it's more mature in a way so and i think that they get you there in a really gentle way yes they get kiki there and they get you there Mm -hmm. to this coming of age story in a really gentle uh way where there's challenges and obstacles and she's constantly overcoming them bit by bit and she Mm -hmm. changes slowly and things change you know at yeah so yeah. it's somewhat abruptly, but it it ju- dead. Well, when you realize what's happening, the realization can feel abrupt. Mm. But the day to day changes that get you there, because it's just your day to day. You don't really realize how much has happened until you look back on it. So then one day she just suddenly can't understand her cat anymore. And for the w- viewer, you know, because she's been through all of these experiences, now she is kind of moving into adulthood. But that moment for her that it happens is very shocking and sad. 
And I think we can all relate to that. So, wonderful movie. Studio Ghibli, everyone. Mm-hmm. Go watch. Go find yeah. them wherever. Go to the Little Bird. Get some pastries. <laughs> and then stay at home and watch Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. Sounds I mean, like honestly. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever way you look at it. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be had. By all. So, something that I was thinking about when... You guys are talking about your conflicting schedules, and I know this is 20 minutes later, but was that the idea of, again, how do you maintain these friendships in general when you are not with the person? Mm. So if you take, for example, like us, right, mm-hmm. if you move away from each other, mm-hmm. then you no longer have that time time spent necessarily mm-hmm. in a physical presence. I mean, I feel like a lot of friendships end because people leave mm-hmm. areas or they're no longer with each other mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. and it's just what are those what are those exceptions? So I did long distance in a relationship for almost a year mm-hmm. and it we it worked. Like mm-hmm. it did work. We made it work. It not we made it work. It was easy. Mm. It, Okay, how do I say that? It was easy because we really liked each other, right? Okay. It wasn't this, oh, I have to call this person or... And the relationship was, like, pretty new-ish, too, right? When oh, yeah, it started. started it long started distance. long distance. There was so never any together. I feel like that's also a little bit of a difference of mm. maybe, like... Because at the beginning of a relationship, I feel like there's a little bit more of that, like, momentum to... Mm-hmm connect 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 Mm -hmm. and then sort of if you're in this maybe comfortable middle zone or comfortable zone where you're not you don't have that self-propelling as much Mm. then sometimes and maybe this is could play into those platonic relationships or Mm. a romantic relationship that long distance you know kills (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I think people can sometimes lose that but on the other hand Mm -hmm. i also think that you again it's just all different trade-offs and everybody's different but when you are long distance at the beginning then you don't know how that person behaves really yeah right you don't know what their daily life is like yeah you don't have that initial connection where you can be with each other all the time Totally. necessarily as well it's very very interesting so yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> it's more of a comment on stuff yeah <laughs> there's no real <laughs> that's mm-hmm. okay that's okay there doesn't have to be a real question hmm. i mean that that makes total sense even it makes me think of like traveling with friends like tra- oh, yeah. like if you just go on a trip together where you're oh, like man. together a lot like, some friends, it ends up being really easy. Some friends, it ends up being really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, some of our good friends who we love so much, who we have thought, like, oh, that would be super, like, easy to travel with this person. Mm. We've traveled with them, and it's been more challenging than we thought mm-hmm. for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Just, like, you know, personality-wise, maybe, like, the phase of life that they're in for some reason it's like Mm -hmm. maybe they're just like in a tough spot like Mm -hmm. emotionally or mentally and then like the the way people eat eat. oh my gosh the way people (laughs) eat like if they um 
don't close their mouth when they, <laughs> when they chew. And you're like, wait. And oh you're like, how, shut your pie you know, hole. Do I do that? An, you're an no, adult. you don't do No, that. no, you don't do that. <laughs> no. But we do have no, friends no. where... Uh, Ferris taught me this thing um, that the Germans say that uh, we love you from the tips of your toes to the tips of your hair, mm-hmm. even though we love you, f- you know, them from the tips of their toes to the tips of their hair. Should we say it one more time? From the tips of their toes <laughs> to the tips of their hair. Even though we love you so much, the chewing with the mouth open <laughs> is tough. That one, that one gets me. That one definitely yeah. gets me. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I recently learned uh, from a friend who I was traveling with. By recently, I mean like two years ago. Um, <laughs> but time doesn't exist anymore, nope. so no. it's all no. recent. Time has no meaning. That I leave the, the the cabinet doors open when I'm like doing stuff <laughs> in the kitchen. And it's so true. I think that I I, I guess I just think. <laughs> Why would I close it? I'm going to come right back and need something else. But you don't. (laughs) But I don't close it, I guess. That would also drive me crazy. I used to go to Alana's house as a kid. Whatever. And I kid you, every single one of them, I would just close them. Yeah. I would just, it was her, it wasn't Alana. It was like her whole family. Yeah. I would just go and close all the doors throughout Mm -hmm. the whole weekend if I stayed there. Closing all the cabinets. Closing yep. them all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. So Such is life. Mm-hmm. Friend quirks and mm-hmm. traveling together no, are it's a real funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's also nice, I will say, when you have a good foundation of trust with a friend when you're traveling. Yes. So when people come here and they just trust us to mostly know what's happening in Italy what food they should try, where we should go, mm-hmm. what kinds of things we could do in other places. Well, right, because it's not just like, plan this thing for me and yeah. I'll go. But uh, people who are kind of entering it, wanting to have that adventure and those experiences with you mm. are, I don't, mm, I don't know if it's that those are rare people. I think that those are a lot of people. But I will say traveling with those people is really fun. And I think that it's more fun for those people, too, when they're like, oh, it's actually really nice to travel with somebody who knows a lot about Italy or a lot about France or a lot about Germany or wherever you live mm-hmm. and they're and they're visiting. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think for me, the that's been kind of the most fun that I've had is with those people who approach traveling and visiting us in, in that way do you want to do you want to tell our audience about your proud moment of this week oh my gosh you guys uh so uh paris has a thing with uh oil and with sauce in general which, which we've discussed at length oh you have on, on the, the pod? pod that's yes, right because fraser Oh, yeah, because Fraser would always, you know, have something going on with whatever she was eating, awesome. from what I understand. Yes. And so I'd be, like, making pizza and for color on the, you know, on your nice buffalo mozzarella cheese. Very nice cheese. Mm-hmm. Very nice cheese needs a little color. You want to put a little, uh, what they call a thread of olive oil over the it top. It. In all fairness, I did not know how much oil was going to... I did not know it was a thread. But, 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 but... But, but... Going back to the trust piece. But... I know, but even in the trusting, <laughs> we're in a position of just, I'm accepting it. <laughs> yes, I know it's going to taste good, but 
there's too much sauce for me. Uh, I just accept it. I so do trust. So there was a I lot more, uh-huh. uh, let's just say there was a lot more tomato sauce than there was olive oil. Because that's how you make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I put a little drizzle yeah. over the top of it. And the pizza was great. She was gluten-free and came out a butte, and we had a great time eating it. We did. It However, was so good. But I will say two things. Yes. Mm-hmm. One, you started to pour the oil, and I went, ah, yes. right? And, and I, I spoke to, to explain yes. what Could I was going Could I not have any on my side? But similarly, <laughs> yes, you looked at me like I was insane, which is totally fine. And then you explained... <laughs> No, because this is what I'm doing. Here's the logic behind it. And then I went, It's very logical. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. you accepted it. Yeah. Yes. So there was, it was a communication. Yes. A, a logical mm-hmm. understanding. And but y'all, this is coming from Paris who will eat her salad dry because <laughs> she does not want oil anywhere near there, which is hilarious to me. And so then the the next day or the day after, I can't remember. We were at the winery with oh, yeah. our friends. Oh, this is what, I totally missed this part. I must have been in the bathroom. Maybe. Oh. And the our very wonderful host, um, Andrea, at the winery, who we I think we've been there like four or five times now. <laughs> we're regulars at the winery. <laughs> yeah, you are. Tell and, say the name of it. Oh, it's called um, Terre Margaritelli. It's near Torgiano, and it's right outside of Perugia, where we live. So now you know. So when the Rona is over and you don't have to wash your hands every second of every day, you can come here and do a wine tasting. Yes. Also, I just want to... Um... We were not paid for this ad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Terre Mar- Margaritelli, please sponsor us. <laughs> um, With bottles of wine. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to let everybody know that we all had individual, of course, glasses, but also plates of mm-hmm. ap- appetizers. Snacks. Instead of sharing the um, yeah, trays every, of it. We all were very distant from each other. Yeah, we were very distant from each other. We all yes. wore masks, and our temperature was checked before mm-hmm. we went in. And it was just our little... We were the group. only people in the whole yes. uh, winery. Yes. yes. So, so uh, he brings out some oil that they make on their property. I didn't because they have a few, uh, well, I don't know, they have 60 hectares, I think. And part of that, I think it's less than one hectare, is olive trees. They're like for decoration along the side of the property. Pretty much. So <laughs> they, they probably get like a few liters of olive oil every year. And this man is so kind enough to share that with us. So I look over. And after I've already, you know, drenched all my bread in olive oil because that stuff is gold. I mean, you had a bowl of it. I did. I had. I took my bread out of the bowl and filled it up with olive oil and was dipping like a champ. I watched you pour olive oil on your slice of sourdough this week, and there was like just as much olive oil as there was bread. Yeah, it's also how I like my butter. Yeah, I would like my butter with a little bit of bread. Thank you. And I look over, and Paris is pouring a little taster of olive oil onto her plate, and I, I was very proud and even applauded her in, <laughs> in the middle of this winery. That's amazing. I'm and then so she proud even of you. had some more, you guys. So it wasn't a taster at that point. It's like 
for enjoyment. So we're we're moving up, you know, we're leveling up. I mean, it was about three drops of olive oil, yeah. but still. Baby steps or baby, baby drops. Yeah. Because <laughs> as, as I learned, I think we talked about in maybe the last episode with Andre, I was reading Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Yeah. Where I had so just good. finished it, and mm-hmm. it was so good. Yeah, read that when you're stuck at home. Yeah, it was enlightening about mm-hmm. all those elements yes. as we discussed especially but... since you probably have to cook more now nowadays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so anyways you were reading about the fat element yeah the fat element of it is a very important part of just creating those chemical reactions like andre was talking about with the browning of the cheese or whatever on the pizza yes is Mm -hmm. that's how it's brought about with the fat or whatever if you want to caramelize something you need that element there to um whatever you call it and i don't negate this yes but i also think that like about half could be used (laughs) that's my okay but how many onions have you caramelized i don't like onions Oh. <laughs> what else have you caramelized? Mm. Probably nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She I'm doesn't killing, like I'm killing killing Andre's soul right yeah. now. So do tough. you see that I have eaten onions. You've put them in things and I have not said anything. Yeah, oh, they were also great. in the beans too. What I did know. I put them in? You put them in stuff. I don't remember. Oh, I put it in the rice. And the squash soup. And the squash soup. But didn't you like that? I just don't like onions. Could you taste them and not you didn't like them? So we uh, should have just done squash soup. I just don't like onions. Well, next time I'll just do squash soup. Well, I think like <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but I know that it completes the whole thing for you, and yeah. that's part of the experience. So I can yeah, because the for a week. the yeah the squash just without anything you else need, gets need, a little bland. You need to me. a balance. Yeah. You need like other flavors. Mm-hmm. And I can accept this for a period of time. But like, do you like leeks? I love leeks. Oh, we could have used those. You love leeks? Yeah. Like the white part of leeks? Duly noted. That are kind of like similar to onion, but not like... There's no logic here. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah, I like leeks. I I mean, you like what you like. It doesn't have to be logical. I'll swap them all out for onions. Next time, we just... Any onion thing, we swap it out for leeks. Done. (laughs) Done. Easy. But again, it was fine because it's part of the whole experience of maybe just trying it and maybe liking it again. Yeah. If I don't... They do say that you have to try something like 30 times. Oh my gosh, you like that's it. so many. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to try onions 30 times. What about like fresh onions? Nope. No onions. Okay. Garlic? Oh, I love garlic. Okay. All the garlic. So garlic and leeks. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Can that's totally. That's work totally. With leeks. Yeah. That's so easy. Yeah. Glad it's your last day here. I know. I've been swapping all the stuff for yeah. the stuff. <laughs> All this stuff for this stuff. Yeah. The, the Durbers for the... For the, the Durbatrons. The Durbers for the Trons. Yes, the Durbers for the Trons. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, this was a super fun chat. We got yeah, lots for of great little nuggets in there. Tidbits. Bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. Chits and chats, as Ooh, Gina would say on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> so, Paris, I gave the spiel last episode about where everyone can find us. Do you want to tell them where they can find us? I'm going to start from the back end, which is normally not what we do. Please send us love letters or hate mail. Yeah! Send them our way! But preferably love letters. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. At myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at myfriendsfriendspod.com. We have lots of really nice pictures <laughs> and quotes. And Simone's an artistic master. Oh, my gosh. And you can also follow us or send us messages on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod. Mm-hmm. We love all interactions. Mm-hmm. Just in yeah. case you forgot, you can email. Love letters or hate mail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as per the usual, yes. thanks to Fran Boyg for our excellent music. Yeah. Thanks, Fran. Thanks, Fran. All right, guys. Um, thanks so much for hanging out, and we will talk to you all on the internet. On and, the interwebs. Uh, on the interwebs. On the duber webs. Great. Well, goodbye, friends. Bye. Ciao, ciao. I love it. Oh, my gosh. We just.